It's Divas That Care Radio. Stories, strategies, and ideas to inspire positive change. Welcome to Divas That Care, a network of women committed to making our world a better place for everyone. This is a global movement for women, by women, engaged in a collaborative effort to create a better world for future generations. To find out more about the movement, visit divasthatcare.com after the show. Right now, though, stay tuned for another jolt of inspiration. Hi there. Welcome to the Metaphysical Mastery Podcast with Kate Nelligan and Peggy Nelligan, a mother and daughter team where we provide metaphysical musings on different topics in life. And this one is actually going to be on reincarnation and past lives. We'll talk about the Akashic Records as well. And with all of these, our hope is to educate and inspire, maybe to have you have some new perspectives, um, and really to be able to apply some of these concepts to your life. So today the theme is also going to be around how we work on healing uh, once we are aware of past lives and um, what they might mean uh, for us in our current lives. So, uh, Mom, Peggy Nellian, would you like to introduce yourself and share um, just a bit about the Metaphysical Center? Sure. Hi, everyone. Um, I'm Peggy Nelligan, and I'm currently the director of the Metaphysical Center in New Jersey. And we, because of COVID, we're really not doing a whole lot in person, although we used to do a great deal of uh, meetings each month. Um, on different topics. We've had speakers famous and not so famous from all over the world on different topics. So this is Katie and I. It's our opportunity to share some of that same information that we do through our individual courses as well as um, the programs that we've held. So, yeah, I'm excited to talk about this topic with you today, Kate. Yeah, me too. This is certainly one of my favorite topics ever, and especially in the metaphysical and spiritual realm. And mostly because I think when I was a teen, I was really drawn to understanding past lives. I remember a large conference, the Metaphysical Center of New Jersey put on when I, I think I was in middle school, and Raymond Moody was a speaker. And I remember him talking about past lives. And at the time, I was I had a lot of intuitive gifts, but I really didn't want them, and I didn't know what to do with them. And so for me, it was really about, oh, my gosh, this whole parapsychology, paranormal world and this whole past life and reincarnation space actually was resonating with me the most back then. And even though I was an atheist until, like, mid-20s, this was the one area that I was always drawn to understand more around was past lives. So I'm really excited to ask you some questions um, and dive into this topic. Um, And just for the listeners who don't know me, I am an equine-partnered life and business coach, a healer, and animal communicator. And I actually do work with clients um, when past life information comes up to help them to really work through it and clear it. And I work with my own Akashic Record Reader uh, to work on my own past lives. So, all right, let's go in. What is the difference really between past lives and reincarnation? Walk walk us through a little what they each are, Mom. Okay. Um, Well, it, it. a very involved topic that we'll try to get through as much as we can here. But past lives basically just refers to the the time that the soul 
has lived in a dense material plane, like like Earth. Um, reincarnation is the teaching that um, it's part of something called one of the cosmic laws called the law of rhythm, so that um, nothing in the universe ever is lost, and so it just simply recycles in some form or another. So reincarnation is the teaching that the soul comes back many times um, to live in a dense material plane like Earth before it goes to a higher vibrational plane. Um, there's, if there's a reason for it, and it's a little complicated, do you want me to try and go into it a little bit, Kate? Sure. And, like, essentially, you can have a rebirth as in a new lifetime, right, as a new being. And you can also even have rebirth like here spiritually is kind of the spiritual awakening process too when you're alive as well, right? Absolutely. But reincarnation actually refers to actually incarnating in another body. Now, there are other traditions that use the word transmigration, um, which sort of means that the soul comes into another body. Sometimes some belief systems are that you can come into an animal body. Um, the metaphysical teachings are that once you've reached the vibration of a human body um, at this plane, then you can only come back into a human body until your vibration is high enough to move to the next level, which is the level of the masters. But what basically happens is that um, the soul needs to learn to be a creator. That's the basic thing. We are a spark of the divine. Every one of us on the planet is divine. We don't always act like we're divine because a lot of the human part of us comes through. But we're not all the divine. Um, and so in order for us to to learn to create like a divine being, we have to be in the world of shape and form. And so we are reborn on this physical plane with this opportunity to manipulate the forms, the emotions, the mind, um, and bring them to a higher state of vibration. So that's basically what reincarnation is an opportunity to do, just simply to grow in a higher vibrational state. And that's what we come back to learn new lessons, and also it's related to karma as well, supposedly. Yeah, karma is another whole topic, though, because that is really, um, that's a case where karma is simply, it's the law of cause and effect. Whatever we do, we know that in physical life, whatever we do has an effect. And so it can be good or it can be bad. So that's karma is simply the result of the effect of what we've done. So we get an opportunity to come back. So we may have done something in a past life that um, we need to understand a little bit better. For example, we may have persecuted in, in a previous lifetime. So we'll come back this time as maybe being the one who is being persecuted. So we understand what that involves and what that means. On the other hand, karma can also be where you may have done something very good for someone and they never had an opportunity to make that up to you. And so you get another lifetime to actually have that opportunity. So karma is just simply the, re the effect of whatever we've done in a lifetime. And it's a cause and effect, that's all. 
Yeah, I, I always find it interesting when people are like, this is going to be my last lifetime. I don't want to come back. And I'm always like, hmm. And then I'm always shocked and surprised by how many lifetimes we've supposedly had. And, you know, I mean, there's different information out there of, like, how many hundreds or thousands of lives we've lived. And, like, time and space-wise, I have such a hard time understanding it. But it is interesting because, like, for me – it wasn't so much that I read this and then went, oh, yeah, that's true. It really was more I had remembered pet lives, and they were coming back to me, and I was like, what do I do with this? And or talking to people who are, like, so obsessed with a certain thing that happened before they were born, right? Like, my ex was obsessed with Titanic, and he just everything he wanted to do was around that. So I'm like, were you on it? Like, it's just, right, it's so, or connected to it, right? Maybe you had a loved one on it, and it's still so resonant in, like, the cellular memory. So I just think it's so interesting when people talk about past lives. Of course, there are people who don't believe in them as well, which is totally okay. But when you look at the different religions, a lot of them talk about reincarnation, don't they? Absolutely, yeah. There, there. Are, this has gone way back. I mean, it's long before any of these religions actually were started. Judaism, Islam, Christianity. Um, if you go back in to look at their their original writings, these are the things that are mentioned in in their earliest writings about reincarnation and past lives. It goes way back. So, in your teaching and and meeting many different people over the years have you do you find that it's common for people to remember their past lives or to talk about them what's been your experience with that you know i don't think katie it's real common um in the adult world because we tend to forget um children uh, particularly children up to about the age of seven are you'll often hear them talk about, um, well, when I did this or when I was your mommy or when I whatever. And that's why so many studies now have been done on this. There have been some wonderful studies that came out of the University of Virginia about this um, and many books that have been written, a lot of uh, good authors that people have talked about. it. A lot of the work is done with children because they have such clear memories. And part of that is because up till about the age of seven, we um, we live in a, in a world that's more of the alpha brain state rather than the beta state, which is what our everyday common life is. And so children are more connected at that state. And, and we, too, even now, we can attain that alpha state simply by going into meditation or through hypnosis. Um, that's why people get off and get a past life reading and what they will what will happen is they will be hypnotized, which will bring them into that state of subconscious awareness but generally speaking adults don't seem to talk a lot about it unless something uh, spontaneous called recall comes up but you've had a number of them yeah many and you know it's always been it's always fascinating when it happens um now it's even more fascinating when i'm able to pick up the past lives of my clients and and know like like I literally had one last night where it was a cli- a client who is just so over responsible for someone at work and caring so much about protecting them and and being there and then out of nowhere I could just read the line of energy which was that this 
you know, person's uh, direct report was actually her daughter in a past life, and she lost her when she was young, and she's doing everything she can right now to keep her safe and to protect her. And it's almost like she doesn't want to leave the company or can't because of this deep connection. So we just worked on clearing, you know, all of that because we can't let our past lives really block or prevent us from growing in this lifetime, right, just because we have fears or we have like these old soul contracts that really would serve us better to break and release, right? Or these debts that we feel like we need to pay off. Like we can clean up karma at any time and we can release attachments and contracts at any time too. So I just, you know, for me, like out of nowhere, I was afraid of flying and I had to really clear a lot of past life stuff. Um, I knew one of them was a past life when I was a pilot and I didn't have all the details, but I worked with an Akashic record reader to, to figure those out, clear them, and then clear other pieces of ancestral, which is a whole other topic of how the ancestors can affect us. Um, but it's just so fascinating to me because it's almost like I remember more of my past life than I even remember my childhood, right? Because there wasn't a lot of stuff going on, so to speak, in my childhood, but in past life, there was trauma that was then playing out in this lifetime. And once I became aware of it and could heal it, you know, I wasn't, I didn't have the issues anymore that I had before. So it's really interesting. So with kids, what do you think of like the child prodigies, right? Like when they are, or like, I remember, I think it was a kid that had remembered everything in the Anne Frank's house, like before they even entered the house, knew where everything was stored. Yeah. And so like, how does this work? That that's actually a fascinating story. There's a there's a doctor in California called Walter Simkew, and he actually was fascinated with the story of Anne Frank, and so he did some research and found out she is actually has reincarnated as a person named Barbara Carlin, and she's actually living in Santa Barbara. And he followed her up, he followed the whole story and went through. When she was a child, she was living in Sweden um, when she reincarnated. And she would talk about things that she could never have known about Anne Frank. And her parents absolutely refused to accept, her father totally refused to accept um, that even a concept of reincarnation. But at one point, they actually went to... Um, to Amsterdam uh, to visit other relatives. And while she was there, they actually went to the house. She she told them how to get there. She told them about the stairway. She said, oh, it's different than it used to be. And the mother was like, well, why do you mean? And so then they asked the guard that it was now a museum. And he said, oh, no, we've had to redo the stairs because they were crumbling. And then when they went inside, she talked about the pictures that she had put up on the wall of um you know famous hollywood people and so on as a as a child and he said well those uh, pictures are gone because they're being uh put under glass for protection but this is the wall they were on and that's where she had just said to her mom and dad that's where the pictures were so you know the mother got to a point where she fully believed her and um so Walter Simkew did this tremendous research on her and brought her to Austria to visit a cousin who was still alive and so on. It's it's fascinating when you start reading the stories. There are, there are so many um, researchers who have done this work, and, and again, especially with children, you know, to read about. Well, and then 
what's so interesting is, you know, the veils in with kids, right, as with animals, they're able to travel between these worlds. The time and space continuum is very different than it is once we have more fully formed egos and really have spent a lot of our time in a society that's focused on this mental realm rather than my sense of past lives is like I access it through an emotional kind of full body realm, like an intuitive realm, right? And I'm able to get the information that way. Um, and I don't question it either. Like I don't analyze it or overthink it. I just comes in, lands in my body is what I know is truth. And I move forward with it from there. That's in my sense of the Akashic Records. We'll talk about that in a minute. But, yeah, I mean, Dr. Brian Weiss, like, we both saw him in person, saw him speak at his workshop, and, like, he mm-hmm. was working with, you know, um, hypnosis with clients, and they started to share stuff that wasn't from this lifetime, right, that they had. And he's like, what is actually happening? And he realized they were accessing other times and spaces. And, and I've had a past life regression that was, like, my dream when I was, a, a you know, I think – early 20s that I really always wanted to do and and uh when I had it you know the most beautiful thing for me was not so much about what happened in that other lifetime but it was what happened after I passed in that lifetime and the oneness that I experienced you know going through to the other side and and it just gave me so much peace like ever since then I just like didn't have as many fears of dying and then I had all these oneness experiences even driving back to where I lived after that regression and I just think it's so interesting now there is so many stories there is so much research you can't explain it any other way so for me it's like not that big of a leap of faith to say of course there are past lives and why else am I remembering these things why else am I triggered by this person even though I don't even know this person at all and then you uncover some of the past lives you know, trauma that's there and whatnot. And what's so cool is that we can heal everything now, right? That the present and the past can both be worked on and healed at the same time simultaneously with skills and and or a practitioner that knows what they're doing, right? I think that's so cool. Absolutely. Mm, For sure. Yeah, there are different ways that you can actually get in. It's kind of like, you know, when when you think of the Akashic Records, it's kind of like we read history books to kind of find out what happened or to prevent something not happening again. So that's kind of what the Akashic Records are. They simply are a way to get in touch with things that we want, as you say, to heal or, you know, so that it prevents suffering in this lifetime. You know, we don't need to go through some of the things that we think we do um, if we can get in touch with them. But it really is based on, see, that the subconscious does not remember unless you do go through something like hypnosis or uh, a regression or go into meditation and get it out of the beta state, um, then you can then you can touch, t- you know, actually touch base with these memories that, that are there in some way, whether they're ancestral or in our DNA or whether they're in our own um, records. Do you think people know what the Akashic Records are? No, go ahead and explain it. I mean, I was just going to explain my way of thinking about it, but I'd love to hear how the Metaphysical Center sort of teaches it. Yeah, okay. Yeah, the Akashic Records, it's really way too big. We could do a whole, you know, podcast on just that. If people are interested, they should put it into the into the chat at the end and and um, maybe that's something we'll bring up for another time but but basically our memories are stored in our brain and so when we die those memories are gone but in the universe nothing is ever lost 
completely. And the teaching is, for the metaphysical center especially, although it's in many other traditions as well, that um, there are, I'm going to call them halls of records um, that exist. Sometimes it's called the quantum field. Sometimes it's just called the Akasha, which is the time-space continuum um, that holds this information. And these, you know, in some in the Christian tradition, they call them the recording angels. In the Eastern traditions, they're called the lords of Lipka or the lords of karma. And every thought, your soul, your word, action, everything your soul experiences is recorded if it has impact. That's why the traumas are often the ones that are remembered. If you just have a random thought, it doesn't do much. But if there's something that is persistent for you, that is often what gets recorded, whether it be good or bad, you know, a fear or a loving thought. And that's what gets put into this kind of like, you know, if you make a CD, you know, it records the music of the artist, and that's kind of what's happening, you know, on the Akashic Records, in the Akashic Records. Yeah, and I find two things happen when you are able to understand your past lives of the, uh, the Akashic. It's like one is just the information about something can alone help clarify, can create understanding, can allow you to feel peace with something and like have compassion for it and even just the knowing can help clean it up clean up the energy or heal it like when I found out that one of my bosses killed me in four different lifetimes it explained why I had so much anxiety around her and I don't get anxious around many people and why I was always so protective of myself and and I was like oh this explains why I don't even want to accept tea from her or anything right like I was able to just knowing the information it cleaned up the energy for me and I was able to just kind of proceed with caution and also know that you know um I could work with forgiveness for those past lives and release and let it go. And also know, like, this is, I'm not crazy. There's a reason why I don't fully trust or like this person. It's okay, right? Like, it's really okay. And then the other is, even once you know, sometimes it doesn't really clean or heal the energy. So then it's going into it and, like, consciously working with it. Like, okay, what do I need to do? Even though, you know, I know I've had so many times I've had this past life with my ex and, um, you know, it's not necessarily that I need to be with him to figure it out in this lifetime. I can do that work inside, releasing it, letting it go through intention, through prayer, through, uh, you know, therapy or coaching or like the energy clearings that I do with clients. But ultimately what happens then is then you're, you have information and you can do the work on it, right? And you can actually change things in real time in this lifetime so that they're done. Like they don't have to keep following you into all the different lifetimes trying to get your attention to deal with it. So whether we're doing inner child work from our our lifetime and this lifetime and the stuff that we went through, the traumas and the challenges, or we're doing our past life, you know, we, that whole trauma-informed awareness, I think, has to go to past lives too because sometimes people 
don't understand why this thing keeps coming up and they don't have any memories of it from this lifetime and it isn't. It's from a past life. It's a challenge from there. So to have this awareness I think is really important for people and if something's really bugging you and you haven't been able to resolve it, maybe it is from past life and then it's can you trace the energy backwards. Um, Our master's program that we both had had us doing healing of memories. And that's a process you can do as well, where you go back and you apply compassion and forgiveness, and um, you can work with colored light, all of these different things. But I just find it's helped me so much to just like move, like move up in consciousness to work with my past lives. It's helped. It's it's like one of my dedications. Clearly, this lifetime, you joke when I. When you're like, don't say you want to clean up all your past lives because then they're going to come forward. And, like, they do sometimes, right? And I can literally be about to – like, I was about to go out to dinner with a potential um, business partner and was terrified for no reason. And then out of nowhere, the past life memory came forward of what happened, and I had all the emotion with it, and I just kept processing it and clearing it and crying and letting it out and – moving it out of my body and my system where it felt stuck. And then I was able to go to dinner, no big deal. And, you know, it was totally fine. But I was so scared to even just go to dinner. So when we have really intense reactions, it's really good for us to question them, right, and then doing healing work around them so they don't hold us back, right? Um, And you've seen this with others physically. You've seen this with some of your friends who've had physical issues. a friend of mine. Yeah, a friend of mine had – she had constant leg pain, and she went to doctors, so many doctors, to try and get to the bottom of it, and nobody could identify what it was. And she actually had a past life reading, and she had been bitten by a rattlesnake in an earlier lifetime, and that was that pain that was still there. Once she became conscious of what it was, she was able to hear it, and she never had that pain again. You know, it's so hard for people that don't, understand this or don't really know it but it i've seen it make such a difference for people but but it all boils down to consciousness in my opinion because everything that we do if you're unconscious it just exists and you don't even know it and it but may be impacting you in some way whereas if you're conscious of it you can address it and then do something about it yeah, and I find that in the awakening process, part of what we sign up for is potentially remembering our past lives, having the recall, or being willing to at least look at them, even if we don't remember them, and at least be willing to say, oh, yeah, that that fear really could be because of this past life, right? I found a lot of people who went through the pandemic were super terrified of COVID. It was because they were all of a sudden remembering the plague or all of a sudden remembering you know, like being really sick or taking care of someone who's really sick. And they they got triggered, like really scared to go into a hospital again in this lifetime. And it was, you know, it wasn't really so much about the fear that was real right now of like the pandemic. It was this past life fear that was surfacing for them to really heal. The thing is not everyone's aware of it, but it's good that we, my goal this podcast today is just for people maybe to start thinking about it and ask for help if they need it. And the other cool thing, yeah. and we only have a couple more minutes, and this topic could go on forever, but people reincarnate with their soul family, right? Like people that they've known before. Like you and I have had past lives together. Without a doubt, I remember being your mom. <laughs> and, you know, this lifetime <laughs> I'm not. But, like, you, this is true, right? Like how does that work? Yeah, we do. We, they're, it's, 
if you think of the organizations that you belong to, there's something, there's a theory in metaphysics or a teaching called the, the general sparks. And we tend to then congregate with people or find come into organizations or groups with people that we may have had past lives with at some point. And so we come to work with them again. But it's especially true with families, um, you know, that we come back together to work things out that either didn't get worked out the last time or, you know, need to be still worked out. So I think I think the big thing is is for people not you know to throw the baby out with the bath say oh this doesn't exist or that's a bunch of hogwash or something be open to it it's a possibility it may not be there may be other reasons you know we know ancestral DNA has a lot to do with what goes on in our life today and that can be proven but if you're skeptical there one of the things that the metaphysical center is doing is we're putting out little handouts we call them mini books. So there's one for this topic on past lives and reincarnation that will be up on the website if you'd like to get it. It's free. So you can read a little bit about the metaphysicalcenter.org. And you're going to have this Correct. one up, the past life and reincarnation. That's right. That's metaphysicalcenter.org for free for people to yeah. read more. Yeah, it's really interesting. I mean, I learned stuff reading it and that I didn't know about, like, how we have more of a focus of our past lives up until, like, our midlife, like, like 35 to 40, which makes sense for me. But, yeah, I just uh, – my goal is, like, A, people educate uh, about this and, B, that, like, they are less hard on themselves if they have, like, a weird phobia or if they get super triggered by someone or something and – or they feel like they're really stuck in a certain area. Like, I'd be certainly happy to help someone move through some of that stuff. Just – I use access consciousness clearings, but also – you know, I would. I think it's really cool to go even study the Akashics, like get trained in it or go read a book. Or I mean, you had a whole skeptic in Dr. Brian Weiss. He didn't believe this. He was a scientist. I was an atheist. Like, So if we can turn around and believe it, I think anyone can. So any final <laughs> thoughts on this? Yeah. Um, you know, the only thing I'd recommend is that when people are looking into this, if you get that little handout uh, at the end of it, I put some resources on it of people who have done this kind of work before. Uh, so there is some research to back it up. It's not just Katie and I, you know, going off and talking That's for about sure. a woo topic, you know. So um, if you're interested, yeah, that's a good book. place to start. Yeah, and they're listed here. Many Lives, Many Masters is one of my favorite Dr. Brian Weiss and Life After Life by Dr. Raymond Mooney. Um, there's so much good stuff. There's so many good practitioners. I love my Akashic Record reader. I don't know what I'd do without her. Maybe we'll have her on the show in the future. And people are welcome to reach out to me too, katenelligan.com. If they're like, hey, I know there's this past life. It's driving me crazy. I don't know what it is. Can we heal it and clear it? Um, often it can be done in one session. It's I've done it many times and for myself in one session and for clients too. So. Thank you so much, Mom. I love talking about this. I could talk yes. about it for hours, as you know. I know. Um, I think our next podcast might be on intuition development, which is, can go hand-in-hand hand with this. So thanks so much for being here, and uh, thanks for everyone for listening. And feel free to send us a note. Let us know what you think. Let us know if you have any topics for the future uh, and if this is helpful. And sometimes even just to feel like you need to share your woo-woo with someone in a safe space. It's all okay. No judgment. We've seen and heard a lot. <laughs> so thanks so much. <laughs> for sure. Okay. Thanks. Thanks for listening. This show was brought to you by Divas That Care. Connect with us on Facebook, on Instagram, and of course on divasthatcare.com where you can subscribe to our newsletter so you don't miss a thing.